0: This life ain't for everybody. Racks up more downloads per week than any other podcast combined. Yeah, a thousand million. I go above and beyond on that portion of it. It's not like a get up and do a nine to five. <laughs> it's hosts Jed Building is a brilliant broadcaster, outdoorsman, entrepreneur, and snake milker. Who would say that? But he's also a billionaire, former president, you know, friggin' whatever. Everything you're about to hear is real. Real people, real experiences, and real bullshit. When you have to shit your pants, do you do it in front of her? I like to do it in the truck and then lock the windows, you know? They want to make sure that remains private. If I knew the guy that succumbed to that, I would rip his ass. (laughs) Boy, that's funny. This was
1: locker room talk. It makes a little bit more sense now.
0: Kinda. Get ready to experience the audio thrill of a lifetime as Jack Daniels presents This Life Ain't For Everybody with Chad Belding.
1: Chad Belding. What's going on everybody, Chad Belding back at you I'm so fired up this week Welcome back to another episode of A Fit Life The Living Stronger Series on Jack Daniels Presents This Life Ain't For Everybody Rob, Blake, Jake, right here in Reno, Nevada From Sierra Strength and Speed In the studio for today's podcast Has me fired up I want to go lift, I want to go do a little rowing I want to get on the VersaClimber I want to get jacked I want to be in the best shape of my life There's nothing more important to me I'm telling you guys, girls Get in the gym. Get outside. Get your steps in. Get your heart rate up. Elevate it. Bring it down. Talk and eat healthy. Fitness is everything. Nutrition is everything. I want to live until I'm 120 with the RMA, my right mental attitude, the right approach. I want to keep my wits about me. These guys got me fired up. Get ready to take notes and walk away feeling stronger because Rob, Blake, and Jake have brought some serious heat for today's podcast. We're going to cut to a short break and kick off the preseason warm up on A Fit Life, the Living Stronger. Series on Jack Daniels Presents This Life Ain't For Everybody. Rob, Blake, and Jake of Sierra Strength and Speed, right here again in Reno, Nevada, are going to be in the studio and you're going to hear everything they have to say right after these important words from our partners. Stay tuned and please remember one more time reviews help us. Please go onto your podcast app and review the podcast as a whole. Do you like it? Are you getting the information that you need? Are you entertained? Please tell me you're not. You got to be. We're bringing as much as we can. We're proud of This Life Ain't For Everybody. I'm Chad Belding. We'll be right back with Sierra Strength and Speed.
0: Gear up for a progressive overload.
2: If you want to be an elite level person, you want to be an elite level mom, you want to be an elite level dad, brother, sister, you know, it all applies, man. And it's fun being in the fitness world because it's a physical representation of like trying your fucking hardest. You have to go in and always push yourself.
0: We want to pop you up.
3: Otherwise, like you're not going to get stronger. You're not going to get faster. Nothing's going to change. A
0: Fit Life, the Living Stronger series on Jack Daniels Presents. This life ain't for everybody with Rob Blake and Jake of sierra strength and speed will join us after the break
1: being in the backyard At camp, being with friends and family. One thing that the pandemic did is it got us back in our backyards. It got us staying home more. And man, we just started doing so many cookouts, so much grilling. And we've been partnered with Traeger Grills for the last decade. And I don't know if you can be more innovative than what this brand has done from the new Timberline XL and the new Flat Rock, the Ironwood 885, all of their pellets, their rubs, their sauces, their glazes, their smash burger kit you name it, Traeger Grills is awesome and we use them a ton i'm sure you've seen it on the foul life you've seen it in our social media get creative be innovative think outside of the box wild game domestic vegetables desserts pizzas you can do it all on a traeger grill and like i mentioned that timberline xl with that conduction plate i'm talking high heat reverse sear steaks anything you want to put on there gets it done in a hurry after you put a little smoke on them on the grill transfers right over so easy everything is simplified you can Download the Traeger Grills app. You can find recipes. You can work with pros like Matt Pittman at Meat Church and Chad Ward at Whiskey Bent Barbecue and so many others from across the country to master these recipes. It's simple and that's what Traeger is all about. They did not want your backyard experience to be complex. So when you're thinking of fun and good food and flavor, recipes, thinking outside the box, think no further than Traeger Grills. I can't wait to get back in my Traeger Grill. Just cook up something delicious. Thank you all very much. We cook a lot. And we like our wild game to be legit. Our recipes mean a lot to us, out of the box, unorthodox thinking, that provider mentality. We eat what we harvest. We eat what we catch. I love the organic lifestyle and nutrition and diet. We eat wild game seven days a week in one meal sometimes two and three meals my daughter Alyssa loves eating wild game my nephew Chase all of our family has grown up and still lives on the value of sustainability and Napa Valley Olive Oil is there for us the Particelli family are hunters they're fishermen they're outdoorsmen they're gatherers they're providers they are old Italian heritage that loves the outdoors and this product Napa Valley Olive Oil located in the wine country of Napa it's an amazing place the store is amazing the salamis the cheese. The fresh Italian meats, the sodas, the pastas, all of the different anchovies, everything that you need to do to be a complete outdoor chef. And even if you're cooking domestically, Napa Valley olive oil is bottled, old school style. The brand is amazing. The flavor is amazing. The culture of Napa Valley olive oil, the friendship we have with Ray Ray and Dante and Jules and Stefano and the entire family, the entire Particelli clan means the world to us. Get online, NapaValleyOliveOil.com, and order the different flavored oils, the garlic, the lemon, you name it. They have it. It's Napa Valley Olive Oil. We're proud to have them in all of our recipes at The Fowl Life, The Fowl Life TV on the Outdoor Channel, and The Provider Life. Look for more recipes at TheProviderLife.com. Get yourself a provider cookbook. Napa Valley Olive Oil is all over it. Thank you to the Particelli family, and thank you all for supporting the brands that support us.
0: Welcome back to a fresh episode of A Fit Life, the Living Stronger series on Jack Daniels Presents. This Life Ain't For Everybody.
2: But Luke asks, how important is it for elite level athletes or athletes that want to become elite to be pushing their mental strength just as much as their physical strength? You never walk out of a workout, the weight room, a practice with anything in a tank. Don't just sit there on a the couch waiting for it to come at you. Just go get some.
0: Get ready for big gains and swole guns as Rob, Blake, and Jacobs sierra strength and speed drop some explosive gym rat knowledge and it's made possible by napa valley olive oil american almond beef and the provider now here's rob blake and jake of sierra strength and speed to you. we are
4: we're back we're back Finals been a long freaking time. Uh, I don't even recognize the studio. Thank you, Chad. <laughs> Thank you, Chad. Banded, Thank you, Chad. Banded, Chad. banded brands, and we're back. Okay. So, so we've, had, we've had a little People hiatus. Were... I mean. <laughs> and it's not because we didn't want to be here. It's just... I've been busy. Chad doesn't like us anymore. Summer was good. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Chad, it's all your fault. <laughs> that's, that's what we're going with. <laughs> so... Let's go – I'm, I'm going to go with Blake first. Blake, you had a, a busy summer and then a football wrapped summer. up. So what's new with Blake? Football wrapped up. I mean, it is football season. It's football season no, now, it's but wrapped up finally, my internship.
2: Finally. So wrapped that up. Did that 53-mile walk. I only, that's right. I only, I only a, did 50 – Point eight. What date oh, was that? Slacker. Slacker. That, slacker. that was date? late July. I'm mean, not. I, so I can't we, remember exactly what day. We haven't been in here since July. Since July. Yeah. Since July. So, Damn. And Damn. all. Of,
4: so probably almost seven weeks we've been. Yeah. So we're we're gonna have to make up for lost time. so yeah. Sorry. Okay. You're gonna have to Sorry to everybody. us.
2: But uh, yeah, I did that. I cried during it. it hurt a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bad, it, was, right? it was fun though. Yeah, Sam broke his land record. Sammy made it fifty three. Miles, that was that was what he wanted to do. That was a blast. I mean, it was so hard at the end. So it was basically for anybody Northern Nevada. It was Carson City High School to Spanish Springs High School, and we just walked (laughs) like we walked old three ninety five. Then we (laughs) literally walked. We walked down up and around St James, Glen Forest, all the way down (sighs) Mount Rose Veterans Parkway. So it was long. We did it in just under twenty hours. It was fun, man. I just spent. 20 hours with my best friend and walked hadn't seen him in a while so we had plenty of time to catch up 20 hours is a long time he didn't talk for about the last three because I, <laughs> I just couldn't he was being really positive He was like oh i know what we'll do i'm like dude i don't want to hear it right now but so we did that man and then i just just been, ju- been I jumped in the gym. I, mean, I jumped two feet into the gym yeah i mean i, I, I really started i jumped two feet in i really started uh basically being there full time Mm -hmm. and that's that's been a whole process you know it's been a grueling process at times, you know, kind of ate it in the shorts financially a little bit little in the bit. beginning. It's just, you know, you got to take the step over, but no, it's been fun. I learned a ton. I'm really enjoying being in there and like being fully immersed in it. That's been a blast. So that's, yeah. that's pretty much what's up. What's no, up this with me.
4: is, this was a busy summer in the gym. Mm. I mean, uh, I was going to go to you next, Jake, and we gave Jake like the whole month of July <laughs> off. But, <laughs> but, okay. But all right. Next, Let's calm down. I mean,
3: <laughs> I mean Jake <laughs> did 12 uh, days. It's really 12, over 12 here. days. Twelve days plus. From well, you can't count the weekends. I wouldn't have been there anyway. That's no, days. cheating. <laughs> that's cheating. It
4: was, it was a whole damn month. You you were there one week
3: anyway. <laughs> Jake pr today, so we we can go I, there. I did uh, pr. Yeah, nice so. little four oh five squat. Finally, damn, light feels good. Like, it feels light good light. after uh, failing it. It's like me going back thirty five years. Jeez. Yeah. It, it wow. It felt good. It, went well, it was good easy.
4: Then. You could have gone twenty. We were we were talking. We're, you think? Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. you could have gone up because yeah. I I was getting ready it to. Feels so I just feel so funny. I thought you were going to get stuck, and I was getting ready to help you, and you're like, I got it, and you just took
3: it right off. I was like, Yeah, you could have. I it, always tell you, my you sister, I feel like when there's more eyes in the gym it feels lighter because you feel the pressure to be like, I can't fuck this up in front of the clients. Yeah. Um, (laughs)
2: The clients. They're they're going to judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't
3: drop the weight. Um, But yeah, that felt good. I'm now a year older, 24 feeling. Oh man. Creaky. So old. You know, those joints (laughs) are falling apart now. Can only put up 405. Lightweight. Man. <laughs> and that's I mean, that's all that's new with me. Just nice. How do working then, a shit ton. Didn't fall then, off uh, with clients. Like it's been consistent. No, so that's we, nice. We're
4: if you're a young athlete and you're ready to go, we're ready. Hit us Pull up. up. We're ready. Hold up. up. We're ready to work. We're, we'll talk about it. I that. wanna work. <laughs> and then I was gone for a week and something Chad and I always talk about is just being ready to go. So I went to the Dolomites and, and uh in northern Italy and hiked. A lot. It was crazy, but uh, we were ready to go. We we got the word that we were going about a week out, and we went. And uh, Tiff killed it. She got a little sore in the knees. I killed it. Felt great, but uh, yeah. So here we go. We're we're back. We're All back. Right. All right, Jake. We're going to let you fire off the first question, Jake. Right. Where today we're going to do a hodgepodge while we while we get our stuff together. We've got a couple yep. big topics to hit, but uh, actually, before you do that, Jake, I was going to say one of these days. We're going to talk weight loss, but it might be a better topic for Chad and I to hit because I was just going to say when Blake at age 27, 28 now, 28 28 now. And Jake, at age twenty-four, decide they want to either gain five pounds or lose five pounds. It takes them like three days. Blake Blake likes, lost fifteen pounds this summer because he decided to start working more, and it just fell off. So these guys aren't great uh, people to talk about <laughs> when it comes to hey, how do I lose a few pounds? And the you know these guys just they just start miss moving lost, a little bit miss more. One meal they, and you lose yeah, five pounds. Yeah, so Jake misses a meal and he's grumpy because he's lost weight. <laughs> so so we probably won't hit that topic today. So we'll save that's, that that's fair
3: okay that's fair all right all right you ready ready Whip it. um let's go with this one i think it's interesting so my sister asked you're an all-male team do you think you'd benefit from having a female trainer on the team in the same vein do you approach training differently for women than for men
4: nice that is a great question um and it's where i've been really lucky jake is I started really small. Uh, so if, if you go way back to when Blake was coming in, it was it was just me for a while. And then another guy hit me up and, and wanted to hit my staff. And then shortly after that was when Mike came in because the other guy left. And when Mike came in, honestly, I thought Mike was going to be there. 6 weeks cuz Mike really wanted to do just the basketball mm-hmm. camp thing and he was kind of it was just before summer and he was putting some camps together and and it's funny cuz it's a tricky market you know you're you're competing against the university cuz they're doing camps and and you're competing against I think the YMCA had their camps that you know were just running every time or every summer and so he didn't have great turnout but what worked out really well with Mike is he started to pick up on some of the rehab stuff mm-hmm. and he kind of just jumped in. And anyway, Mike ended up with me for 10 years and then had Kyle, you know, that you guys know, had Kyle for almost, I think Kyle was almost four years. Joe Dibble, who was a registered dietitian, joined me for almost, I think Joe was darn close to eight years. Yeah, it was probably close to eight. And then... You know, so it was, I I just kind of got lucky with people that were coming through and I've had a couple females on staff and it's funny, I gave one female a lot of power over at volleyball and there was some weird, it just never gelled. So it was almost like she was competing with the girls over there. Mm -hmm. So it, it didn't work out. And then after that kind of lost Joe, Mike and Kyle almost at the same time and so I just kind of downsized for a little bit and then Tim came in and then you know shortly after that we started gaining momentum again and I've had a couple of females come in you know I I didn't go recruit you Jake you mm. came to me I didn't go recruit you Blake you came back to me and so so I've had lo- really good luck with people just kind of coming in hanging out seeing if they like it or not and then sticking around you know it just gels and they stick around on the female side haven't had really good people come in and it's mm-hmm. nothing I don't feel like we're an all male dominant testosterone yeah, that, kind of staff at all
3: <laughs> yeah we're yeah. not the scariest dudes uh, so no sure. I,
4: I don't feel that way at all but for some reason we've just had trouble getting a female who fits and and the last one Jason had me uh, he was like there was this one girl that he knew and wanted me to talk to her well I was like, I'm happy if you come on, but she didn't have a business license. She didn't have a certification. She just didn't have any of the qualifications. I'm like, if you want to come in and hang out, I never saw her again. So, I mean, we've been open to getting females, mm-hmm. you know, on that side. And, and again, like I, I don't think we're one of those places like, you know, where you're just throwing heavy weights around, yeah. dropping weights, you know, loud talk. Acid rock, uh, you know. Yeah. So, so I don't know what it is. It's it's really yeah. interesting, and and I'm going to let you guys talk about the clients because we have as many females as males. I mean, mm. of course, we've got all the volleyball, which which would push push us, push us over us, on yes. the female yes. side. Yeah. Um, but a lot of our general clientele, it, it's funny because it used to be all women, and what I would tell people is, I was like, because because the guys I see that are my age coming in like sean no they they felt like they knew everything you know (laughs)
0: yeah
4: i had to throw it out here we're talking about you sean but but a lot of the guys were like i know how to bench i know how to do this i don't need help in the weight room and i'm like well things have changed you know, so yeah. if you've had some injuries, if you've had some stuff, we can help you with making sure you're doing things right. And it's funny because really in the last 10 years, it's flipped. I've got a pretty good male population. But I would say ultimately when you look at our our general population that comes in, our classes are yeah. 50-50. Our general population that comes in is 50-50. We have a lot yeah. of husband and wife. Uh, combos mm-hmm. and then the athletes I think are pretty 50 50 you know we've mm-hmm. got a ton of volleyball we've got some swimmers but we we've also got the baseball basketball football so I think mm-hmm. I think really number wise we're 50 50 do we train them differently yeah I, I mean yeah. you know yeah. it's, it's really I think our training is goal based you mm-hmm. know so what are your goals what are we going to do with you? Are we rehabbing? Are we getting back off of an injury? Is yeah. there something you want to do? And that's really where we're training. It's not, hey, we do bodybuilding, and that's what everybody does. And they're, hey, there's mm-hmm. the wad of the day, and that's what we're doing. I mean, we change everybody up, or or we get somebody that comes in, and we have plan A, and they come in, and they're a little tweaked from – the week of games or they're a little mm. you know they're just not right hey okay here's plan B so I think training wise we train differently but yeah we've just never had I would love to have a good female on staff mm, uh, yeah. Just it just hasn't hasn't blossomed. I yeah. mean, maybe we got to yeah, call yeah, yeah. Ali up and see if, you know, on the on the side of training, get, get, get Ali Whitlock ass, in get for a little while. So, <laughs> Ali, <laughs> that's <laughs> your call. That's the bat
2: signal. to action. That's the bat signal. I mean, throw be, it up. That'd, That'd be, be
4: another person who worked out with us and yeah, now is exactly. you know, so,
2: yeah. so, I don't know. I, what, what do you guys think? No, I mean, I agree. We train them differently, but it's not based on who they are. It's based, like, on their goals or what sport they play or whatever. But I would say, like, all of our fundamentals are the same. Like, we're training, like, the same age. It's fun. It's like a fun sample right now. We're training, like, the volleyball and the baseball simultaneously. Mm-hmm. They're roughly the same ages. And all of our fundamentals are all the same. Our warm-up's the same. Like, all mm. of our, our goal for, like, the young athlete is the same. We want them to be strong. We want them to be sound, like – um, you know, fundamentally with their feet, mm-hmm. you know, jumping and landing, just all the basics that's that runs through and that runs all the way up into our adult population as well. Both sides. We, you know, we're looking for, you know, strength in the core mm-hmm. balance, anything, you know, all of our pillars, good, good movement mm-hmm. principles yeah, that, exactly. That,
4: that I don't care if you're eight or 80, I think that they apply. They matter. So, yeah, exactly. So that's
2: kind of where we. Yeah. Exactly. So, but in regards to your sister's question. In the team setting, it's funny. Like, so I played sports for a long time. I didn't have a female coach. Personally, I never had. As an athlete, I never had mm. a female coach. I never even saw one. You know, in the team setting until I was at Nevada this summer. Mm. Shout out to Coach Sawyer and Serena. It was really interesting. It was an interesting dynamic because at first I saw. You know, when I saw see the first couple female coaches popping up in football, like, of course, I'm a dumb jock, dude. I'm like, what does she know about coaching linebackers? Like she's never played linebacker in the NFL like how is she going to connect with these guys but that's not necessarily what's always all about you know Mm -hmm. does, does she know her shit yeah is she a good fit you know culturally or just you know socially does she fit with the gang yeah and can she fucking coach can she coach you know what yeah, I mean like can she connect yeah. can she communicate yep. can she get Huge. can she Can she help me accomplish a goal Can she, it, it, that's the only yeah. that's the only thing that matters yeah. so it's fun to see and, and they they're able to create completely different relationships with the players and all that kind of stuff so I mean yeah I mean I would say I wouldn't necessarily say it's important but you know it's definitely welcome like let's yeah you know, I want yeah, good coaches sure. wherever definitely I'm welcome. at if I, I want the best coaches whoever that is I don't care if they're purple (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah yeah
3: i would say so i would say we don't train them different based on gender it's like you guys said it's their goals and it's all individual everything we do is like what is best for the sport or the individual so physically it's only based on the actual person whether they be male or female i would say we have to deal with them differently on the mentality side like Man. how you talk to them <sighs> yeah that's yeah. 100% different between baseball and volleyball yeah. or even yeah. just like general pop girl versus well, boy it's definitely you have to talk to them different cue them kind of different you can't be as tough in certain scenarios so
4: that's a great point because a lot of times and i used to say this you know when you look at for example when you're training somebody one of the first things you do is you look at their age and and Mm -hmm. and we talk about a freshman in high school can come in like blake with a full-on beard (laughs) or he can come in with not an extra hair on his body besides his head and a high voice and you, you know so A 14-year-old can be a huge difference, and that point that you bring up is is really big because our 13-year-old girls right now versus our 13-year-old boys, Mm -hmm. from a mental standpoint or an educational standpoint, you're going, oh, the girls are way ahead, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody talks about where their brain is. From a physical, uh, just a adrenaline standpoint Mm -hmm. the males are way different so we've got this this group of boys that you tell them to run through the wall and they do it and the the girls want to analyze it well why are we you know so so Mm -hmm. it's it's a huge difference in how you communicate with them and and so that's a great point that you bring up because it is how you communicate what Mm -hmm. you're trying to get across trying to sometimes if the young ladies haven't played a sport they don't know what they can do yet you know mm-hmm. so so sometimes just try and like you do a lot of trying to get them to compete and and after you do 4 or 5 reps then they're like oh i can move faster whereas i think some of these boys whether they have the older brother who's they've been drug around and they've just you know they've been forced to wrestle you know which which happens a lot yeah they're fighting for their life at age eight because the 12 year old's just beating them up daily you know then they have this they figured out that they can be stronger so it's Mm. it's really it depends on what you're working with right it's huge different and i like what you brought up i want to step back on this uh little off topic but when i was in grad school there were four or five of us guys who had worked in the nfl so we had been able to to secure uh one of those internship positions that leads into something else and all the girls we were about 50-50 boys and girls in in our grad school athletic trainers and the girls were going hey when do we get to work in the nfl and and my mentality back then so this is 91 92 93 i'm like you don't want to work in that setting. Mm. But they yeah. were like, yeah, Fuck we do. yeah, I do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't see it. And then I'm going to mess this up, but I remember the first – I think the first female athletic trainer, she was a PTATC. was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then she either did something with the Cardinals or somebody else did. But this is like 15 years ago, and I was like, whoa. Now if you watch the NFL, they've got an athletic trainer – Female mm. on every sideline, oh, yeah. so oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so I was like, okay, you know, so especially it's, in the athletic training world, especially, like, especially yeah. in the A T C world,
2: just like it's like. Yeah. And there's, there's something, some there's something like coaches. really comforting about that. Like, yeah, yeah, that I'm Not that is gonna lie, a, like I spent a whole year over saying, there. Yeah. like so mellow, I, I like the whole football world is so yeah. redlined. Like yeah! I, I, didn't see. It coming, you don't want
3: the guy but, fixing you to be like. Let's fucking <laughs> go!
2: <laughs> so it is pretty cool
4: to see that, and to what you were saying, you know, some of the coaches there's so much film, and breakdown that why. Couldn't a female yeah. learn as much? Maybe never played it, you know, to, yeah, to that capacity. But, but but on the teaching, educational side, the movement side, totally. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're watching film, going, "Hey, Blake, you are out of position, and here's why you're out of position." I mean, yeah. they can tell you that as good as anybody else. If if they're really good at their craft, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, so, if you're good, you're
3: good. Period. So if yeah. if
4: there's a female out there who wants to work with us, I mean, we're we're not bad guys, I mean, Alex Page,
2: Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Lake. Looks like you might have a question. I got a question for you. This is from my brother. It seems to be our crowd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my little brother, the, Luke. Follow him the up. The one that you beat up. He's a real time? deal. I didn't beat him up. I didn't beat him up. I, Just with pillows. I, I told you. I, Just what with I would the do pillows. is what I would do is I was much bigger. Like Rob said, I was I developed a little earlier, right? <laughs> and so my, I would get if I got mad at my brother, I'd throw him on the couch. And I'd throw the two biggest pillows I could find on him, and he'd cover up, and I'd beat the you know what out of those pillows. So (laughs) I couldn't hurt him, but he'd feel the power. So he understood, (laughs) he understood, you know, where he belonged. This is what's coming at you. (laughs) But Luke asks, How important is it for elite level athletes or athletes that want to become elite um, to be pushing their mental strength just as much as their physical strength? I like it. I'm I'm going to let you go first. I mean, we were talking a little bit about we that kind about of that. on the on the way. So yeah, I mean, I just think the way you train in general should be pushing it every every day. If you're really trying to get to the next level, if you're really trying to be elite, you never walk out of a workout, the weight room, a practice, with anything in the tank mentally, physically. You should even on the slower days, you should be pushing for that extra one percent. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. should be emptying the tank as like in your the way of focus or you know attention whatever mm-hmm. that the demand of like that session is you should be pushing the limits of it and I mm-hmm. think just that practice that mechanism right, right there is all you need to push your mental toughness like daily then mm-hmm. obviously there's you know there's there's more things you can do you could do a what is it darkness retreat is that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can oh, do a wow. darkness there's, retreat
4: i don't i can't comment on that you, you i don't, can, I don't yeah. even know what
2: what that <laughs> there's was there's things so. you can do there's <laughs> things you can do beyond it but i just think it's a it's a mentality i mean chad talks about it all the time it's lifestyle it's where you right. live man right if, if you're not pushing yourself mentally daily then uh, it's it's gonna be hard to reach that elite level, and then you see the really elite guys. They like almost do it naturally. It's like an innate quality mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they just. That's where they live. They live on the hard, you know, the hard line. You know, you and, wake up early. You're willing to do the harder things.
4: Yeah, and and I've got a few things. I'm gonna let you go, Jake. But I I think, um, like you said, when you're really good at anything. You make it look easy, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean that's just doesn't matter what it is, and and when you've when you've worked in your craft for a long time, it just some things come natural, but they're still busting it yeah. on all ends, right? So
3: mm-hmm. you got anything? I just really agree with what you were saying, Blake. Is like you have to go in and always push yourself, and like come out feeling like you were uncomfortable during that workout or game in some way. Otherwise you're just gonna stay the same. If you don't change the input, the output's not gonna change. You have to try something that makes you uncomfortable or fearful, like our lifts. Otherwise like you're not gonna get stronger. You're not gonna get faster. Yeah. Nothing's yeah. gonna change. Shout yeah. out Coach Drew, Dude.
2: he told me he was I was like, man, I was I forget what, what lift I was doing. I was When we were, I was up in Nevada, so we were doing all the Olympics. I'm like, fuck I'm, I think it was a snatch or something because it was going over my head. I'm like, I'm scared. He's like, good. If it doesn't scare you, it's not the right weight. You need to go heavier. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah It's the only thing well, that's going to push me. I'm a little bit scared. And I do think that's one of
4: the bigger things in the weight room is, is it's a great way to challenge yourself, mm-hmm. right? I mean, some of the things you do in the weight room aren't like being on the field, but it mm-hmm. is that personal challenge where it's like, Man, this is a lot of I am under a huge load and it really works you mentally. You know, hey, I can do this, I can accomplish yeah. this. Your brother is a different cat, right? I mean, so, Ooh, so yeah, hers, what? <laughs> so so oh. tell them what your
2: brother does, because some people may not know. Okay, so Luke rides downhill mountain bike. So they just go down. Those pedals, they don't even take you anywhere. They just <laughs> they drive a truck up to the top and they go down. So they'll ride fast. Fast, as fast as they can. Jumping off the side of a cliff, basically. Um, well, what's the, seen, what's the one
4: stunt he does that there's only down know if think called, a I think it's called. I think it's called
2: cash roll. He'll probably correct me on that one, but there's like there's like you know five guys in the world maybe that can do this this trick. Right. It's like some type of flip. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's that's all I gotta say. Like yeah. you know, I've never even seen him do it like in person because he's like I don't know about that. You so, might, so you might so, get anxiety. Yeah. So I so when you're it's nice when you're with a team,
4: right? You've got you've got other guys that yeah. maybe maybe don't cover you up, but on those days where you maybe don't have it, they can help you. You know, mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, I got this. You know, and they're they're bringing up on an individual sport like that, whether it's tennis or biking or there's a huge mental aspect to that, Man. and and he's got a he's pushing the envelope maybe on the daily, may not be in the weight room, but, and so that's where he probably does some imagery stuff where he goes through the stunts in his head Mm -hmm. quite a bit, you know, and and sees himself executing it and doing it right every time. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it doesn't take much for something to be off and throw you off. And so he's practiced those things in my head. Hey, if I don't hit it right here, here's how I got to come out of this stunt. So I'm safe, you know? So, but when you look at some of those individuals, I think they're putting in time on the sidelines, whether it's with a, a sports psychologist or or with a somebody who's really good who, who gives them power mentally, but the weight room is great for that. Having a strong partner, or a good team, mm-hmm. you know, is, is huge. And I think that's where even our field. It's nice having you guys in there, you know, with me because six eyes is better than two. You know, I may mm. ask you to, hey, look at so-and-so and see what you see. May I, maybe I'm not seeing something. You know, that's that's where it's nice having a full staff that that works together so you can help somebody through some of these road humps. But I think every sport is different and, and in life, right? I mean, if we just said, hey, we're doing pretty good right now. Let's just put on cruise control and we'll just coast with what we have. I mean... Before you know it, you know, maybe we're not working at top capacity and things drop off a little bit. You don't notice it at first, but you let it sit for six or eight weeks and you don't do the little things. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, hey, we're not very busy right now. Mm-hmm. Why is that? You know, we're not yeah. working our craft. And yeah. so, so I think.
2: No, it applies that to comes everybody. at you in, in it applies life, to everybody. Right? If and, you want to be an elite level person, you wanna be an mm-hmm. elite level mom, you wanna be an elite level dad, yeah. brother, sister, you know, elite friend. Like you gotta it all applies, man, mm-hmm. and it's fun mm-hmm. being in the fitness world because it's like there's it's a physical representation of like trying your fucking hardest. Yep. You know? Yeah. It's something we should all. do in everything you do. You should yeah. try your fucking hardest. Right. <laughs> you let's,
4: know? let's go at it. Right. Yeah. And it's life, right? why not attack life? Just yeah. don't just sit there on a the couch waiting for it to come at you. Yeah. Just go get some. You to yeah. so a sleeper, but a dream. Uh, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, so I don't know if that totally answers his question, but yeah, he obviously, you know, when it comes to some of those stunts he does, man, whew,
3: that's I don't need th- to there's push some mental game. I'm good. I'm good. Cool I'll stick to the out. barbell. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. Yeah. yeah, you
2: do. You do the wakeboarding though. Yeah, I don't. That don't feel good when you fall off the wakeboard.
3: It's a lot softer than dirt, though.
2: (laughs) Respect to that. Respect to that. He just posted. He just posted something. He just posted something yesterday. He ate shit bad. Really? Yeah. And he posted. Posted it. It's funny. He says that people on the internet love the falls way more than they love the land. sure. that's where all that that shit is. When you showed (laughs) me. When you showed me Chubbs
4: injury the other night, because they they quit oh, showing it by God. the time I got yeah. home, they said they and weren't you even me going that. to show it. They yep. weren't going
3: to replay it because they and were like, "This is." Blake fucked. showed me
4: that, and I was like, "I don't like to see that."
3: Crap. I mean, Sorry. but but
4: there are people who who dig that the injuries. <laughs> it's like man, the,
3: the gym ones where the legs now some leg press, and you are like, "Oh, no press, no press." <laughs> yeah, I am good. Yeah. Ah.
2: yeah. So, well, let's do this. Where can they see Luke? You can see Luke on Instagram. Oh, God. It's just at Luke Whitlock, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Luke Whitlock underscore. Big happy kid, big ugly goofy smile on the front. Nice, <laughs> good kid, nice. man. Good kid. Yeah, climbing no, ranks. He's, he, he's, like, he's, he's close, man. He's, he's doing. He's, he's close to top. Like yeah. I'm telling you, he's he's the next guy to pop. Like he's That's... he's he's he rides hard, man. He he's dedicated to it. He puts the work in. Like, he puts the work in. He puts he's the work in right? every so, fucking day. I was just man.
4: gonna ask you, does he do something for? like does he do imagery uh, I'm sure he does, does has he taught to, you he's, about he's, what he does or is he, or is he just in a different headspace? he doesn't man. have to I don't
2: know he doesn't let a lot of secrets on you yeah. know like he's okay uh, I don't know. He's a pretty mysterious dude. We might have to get, on, get Luke on the show sometime. Bring Luke on. Yeah, we fun. might have to. I all the Wadlocks are getting shout-outs today. I haven't man. seen him in so long. We're going, through the, we're going, we're going through, through the family. We'll be here for an hour and a half. <laughs> Max Mason. If, yeah, so if so we go, go through we'll, all of our whole, all become, families, <laughs> oh, my God. We'll be, we'll here, in for, you alone, we'll we'll be here for 45 minutes. There's not enough seats in this room. Man, We're fucked. Nah, but, yeah, he's next. Luke's next up, man. He really is. Yeah, I don't know what he does, but. No, he well, doesn't. Well, he does when it. When <laughs> you're and football's the same, right? When you're
4: when you're in some of those collision contacts, you know, life and death sports. I mean, you got to be. Yeah, you better be right. If you're going to ride a bull for eight seconds, you Man. better be in the right freaking headspace. Because mm.
2: you know it's the it's, beautiful part. Once it? that gate
4: opens, there is yeah. n- the shit hit the fan. I mm. mean, here we go. it right?
2: beautiful. This is a beautiful part of sport though especially at those high levels where it becomes like almost you know more dangerous the stakes get higher is the amount of preparation like the actual act is like almost mindless it's like Mm. a beautiful just like dance like you just you just cut it loose it's like all blank you look back you're like I don't even how did I even you know what what even happened that's the the fun part it's like it all lies in the preparation and then those the moments just happen exactly Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean that's that's why you have to put the reps in yeah right I mean yeah (laughs) because if
3: you're trying to think your way through it, like a play in football, you're not gonna make the no. Fucking yeah, play. Like you you got really things just gotta, you gotta happen. You gotta, you gotta yeah. go.
2: Yeah, if yeah. you're gonna do a backflip off a cliff, like at a certain point, it's just you are off the cliff. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. the backflips just gotta it's gotta happen. Yes. It's gotta happen. Yeah. All those sports, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It, it like, is. It's like the you know preparation is the only is, way to make it happen. is key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and and we like being a part of that, you know.
3: Prep. All right. Jake, what you got? Okay, this is kind of in the same, like, vein as what we just talked about, but after, like, an athletic performance or, like, being in the gym or doing any kind of training, what do you find is, like, the level of importance of retrospection on what you just did? Like, Mm -hmm. I know in football you're always watching film and stuff, but, like, mentally going through what you did, looking at it negatively versus positively, like, what do you – how important would you – Say that is. I mean,
4: that's a biggie, right? It's it's still part of that mental game. I think the biggest one is not dwelling on the bad stuff, mm. right? I I mean, I think I think that's where you just gotta. The, the best one I the one I like is just flush it, right? When when you have a bad rap or we all have bad days. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't get any sleep. You wake up something's wrong and you just you don't have a great day I I think to me sometimes that can wear on you so much that that can lead you down the wrong path Mm. and I think when it comes to that we're going to have those days and that you just have to flush it I think if you're really working towards a goal, I think sometimes you focus down too much on that lens and and like a lot of times I'll tell people when it comes to for example weight loss I'm like don't look at it as every meal cuz I think mm-hmm. it gets you do one thing wrong and you just you get so frustrated you throw it out the window yeah. and so it's to me it's like let's look at the week. You know if we if we looked at 21 meals or whatever and we did 18 really good and we mess up on a couple we're we're on the right side yeah, of that yeah. path. Training, I think the same way. I think I think most of us want to think about what we did wrong versus what we did right, and I mm. think that can be more problematic. I think as long as you're progressing towards that goal, I think reflection's big and may, and maybe that's part of the recovery and part of you know, where you're watching film and doing stuff and going, I could have made that step a little bit quicker. I could have been in that spot. And that's what I got to work on. So if you mm-hmm. if you break it down that way to me, Jake, if you break it down that way and go, okay, here's what I need to work on. Here's what I'm going to focus on the next couple of weeks. And let's see if that happens. Mm-hmm. If it's a weight thing. I think you've got to understand that there's going to be times where you plateau, mm. you know, and, and you've got to understand and, and maybe look at your training going, okay, do I do a little bit more on my auxiliary lifts to yeah. improve where I'm weak and help me get that PR? Not expecting the PR every time you go into the gym, yeah. you know, is is Man. part of it. Which, Why not? Which, my sister's <laughs> got one in <learn> that one. <laughs> which one which I was thinking that might be where that question's coming from. Um just understanding the process mm-hmm. right i mean i think if you're really young to to the sport or whatever you do continue to improve a lot you know if you're mm-hmm. if you're in the batting cage you feel like you're getting better and better and better and and then you go and and face somebody who's really really good and all of a sudden you're you're struggling because they just have some really good stuff that they throw at you. Mm-hmm. It's not like being in a cage, right? So you got to go back in and focus on seeing the ball and doing those little things. But just know that, I I, I guess I'm kind of hitting this from the backside, that know that there's going to be some pitfalls in, in what you're doing and be prepared for those pitfalls and then decide, okay, I had that little problem. Here's how I'm going to attack it and let's see how this pans out. And that's where maybe the goal setting setting some small goals and going okay did i hit these goals to get to my pr or did i miss a couple of these goals and that's why i didn't Mm. get my pr and figuring out the plan and in terms of the process enjoying the process i don't know yeah
2: i mean just like you're saying i think reflection is all about it shouldn't be about looking back and just like for the purpose of beating yourself up and be like man i I suck it's all about reaching a positive outcome so Mm. you know even at look at all the shit you did bad. Look like watch the film, the stuff you did bad. But like look through it, look at it through a lens of like, okay, how do you get things right? Like I, like yeah. how do you, like what's the correct way to do these? What, like what adjustments do I need to make to do this the right way? Mm-hmm. I'm like, like, man, there's never, you know, there's never a negative. There's never a negative. You don't know. You got to keep trying. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't just like, you're not, nobody's ever been perfect at something the first time that they tried. Nobody, no. nobody, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, there's always places to improve so you're not alone. That's a big one is like everybody's improving on everything they do. Everybody mm-hmm. on the, I mean or or they're getting worse, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And that's if you're pursuing getting better you're already doing better than anybody that's not trying exactly. you know what i mean so yeah right, yeah, right. As long as you're you're
4: moving forward yeah. mm-hmm. and and i guess i mean we kind of touched on it but i guess if you're looking at your goals and making sure that you've got you know your your big goals at the at the top and then you're you've set some sub goals mm-hmm. or some of the short-term goals making sure that you're hitting those i don't know i i, I guess Hopefully that answers that yeah. a little bit. I, I guess that's part of where your recovery comes in, right? When you're when you're mm-hmm. getting in the cold tub or whatever, you're going through your process and you're looking back at, you know, hey, at least like like Blake said, I agree. At least you were training and you were moving forward, yeah. you know. And but not every day is is going to be, no. you know. It, you're climbing that peak but that peak doesn't it's not a straight line from the bottom to the top it's it's not (laughs) it's it's a couple steps up and then a couple just sideways and maybe one down then a couple more up and you know so you have to understand that that's going to be the Mm -hmm. nature of whatever you're doing and we've all heard athletes that either change their swing because they don't have a certain you know if if we're looking at a golfer they don't have a certain swing in their repertoire so they have to change everything and, Mm -hmm. and they know that it's going to be a full year of maybe not even going forward. It's going to be a full year of going sideways to try and get that swing down or or maybe they're doing it to save their back or they had Mm -hmm. an injury. So sometimes you just know that, again that's part of the process and and i guess just not getting down during mm-hmm. that process is the bigger trick and and yeah. you know if you're if you're training or if you have a partner that keeps you on task or if you have a a coach that keeps you on task and hopefully yeah. I answer yeah. that yeah. for yeah. the yeah. most part I, I think that uh staying on task but I think it is good to reflect and go back and what Mm. what didn't I do what did I do did I hit my short term goals am I progressing towards my big goal or Mm. or do I have to tweak something here to get to that yeah and it's hard when you're working against yourself again we we talked about this before when you're when you're doing an individual sport you're the hardest critic on yourself, yeah. and and other other people are looking at you, going, "Hey, I can tell you're progressing, but sometimes you don't see the day to day progress." And mm-hmm. when you're looking in the mirror, so you know, just understanding that sometimes maybe you got to step back for a little bit, take a look,
2: reassess, and and then move forward. I like it, Church.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, that, would, that can take us right to question I've been I've had for a while that to throw on here is like the value of goal setting. Um, obviously, like working with a lot of athletes, we're talking goal setting all the time. Like this is – you need to do it. You need to flat out. You need to do it. You need to write it down. You need to put it somewhere. It's proven. And it works. Like, yes. everybody, everybody, You got to set goals and like, you know, ways to achieve them. You know, like we were just talking about. We were just talking about that like this we were morning. just yeah. talking about. Yeah. But I'm more looking at it through the lens of like some of our adult <laughs> population. Like how does one that's just like in, in the gym for just general fitness or whatever set goals – because I mean, if you're gonna ask me, I still think there's value in it. Just to, there is, just to keep you in there every day. Mm-hmm. We all know how hard it is. Sometimes you're the long day. You're like, fuck, I don't want to work. I want to train today. Right. Like so. Like where's like how valuable is it, and how like how can they do it? It's a great one because because I reflect on myself sometimes.
4: You know, I want to be ready to do certain things, but there's days without a doubt. There's days I skip my workouts. You know, I'm like, okay, I just did seven hours straight.
3: I need, yeah, you're also, I need some food. You're probably walking like five miles <laughs> yeah, know, I, I mean, in a gym just in circles. I get right? my activity yeah. in, right?
4: But but there's times where I'm like feeling my biceps because you guys are, you know, I'm like, okay, maybe <laughs> I need to do some biceps. Get some <laughs> longer sleeves, right? Right? So, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's times where you look back and you're like, okay, I could be stronger. I could be putting in, you know, a little bit more. So, no, I think like we were saying today, that's – it's big because – it's really easy to go the other way if you don't have something that you're working towards. You know, it's real easy to just go, okay, I trained twice this week. That's good. I I did okay. Next week, I'll get three in, you know, but is three enough to be progressing or or are you just strictly maintaining? Mm -hmm. And if you just want to maintain, that's great, but just know you hit 50 55 60 maintenance gets a lot harder than just twice a week right so mm-hmm. so it is good to have those goals and maybe it's nothing bigger than doing a 10 mile walk every week that's what you want you want to do and so you know what am i going to do to maintain that you know but life is hard you know there's stuff that comes up every day that takes you away from from your goals so i think setting those goals and and every morning maybe looking at them and going okay what what did you do to get closer to this goal Mm -hmm. you know did could you have gone away from the TV for 15 minutes of football and done some push-ups and bodyweight squats or gone out and you know done some bicep curls in the garage whatever (laughs) so so I think having those goals especially as we age, Blake, is, is giant. Um, you know, when we did Tough Mudder, you put it on the calendar and you just you had to progress towards it. It wasn't going to be the hardest thing you'd ever done. But mm. if you weren't prepared for it, you were going to pay the price, right? Your, your feet were going to be... You were going to hate yourself. You you were going to get blisters. Your feet were going to be bad. You were, you know, you could tweak your knee or do something, sprain an ankle that was going to affect you long term if you weren't prepared. And the more prepared you are, then you could just do it and not mm-hmm. think, okay, I'm going to get hurt or, you know, those things are easily conquered if you're prepared. Mm-hmm. So I I think goal setting is is big. And obviously Jake has his goals. Is he's still putting up some heavy weights. You and I might have to sit down and come up with some challenges for each other because I mean yeah. you know, whether it's whether it's keeping you, my weight in a certain hop in area on the, or uh,
3: the pull up challenge
4: that Sierra <laughs> put on us. That's true. We did have a client recently who who threw a challenge
3: at us for November one. Was, so okay. Is mine the starting with the moving?
4: We were we, we initially that's were
3: <laughs> excuse me? So so the,
4: the so the deal is Sierra wants to do a pull up. And, and she's got great strength, and she's going to get there by November 1. She she was mad this week because it didn't happen this week. And so I was like, well, it's not happening this week. so All right. so, so we set a date. It takes a long, so long time. She's going to do one pull-up and rest and do another. So she's doing two sets of one. Okay. I have to do two sets of 10, which I think Shit. I get 10 right now, but the second set... Might be like goes eight. to seven or eight, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So the second set's going to be a challenge. I'm going to have to work on. It. And so then we said, Jake's got to get in on this. Jake's got to do twenty in a set.
2: In one, and set? it's
4: just going to be, real. it's just going to be twenty. It's not the, it's not the, it's not the okay. challenge. Which Thank if God. if you if you want to like, us up and do the pull up challenge, we've got a legit one on the board that like, is. You, you don't like tough. the moving ones.
3: It's the moving, but you have to move them in between oh, reps. Like yeah. I've done and that. Out. That's yeah. absolutely so the handles yeah, have, impossible. I did it the other day. It's it's not impossible. It's, not impossible, it's, hard, as hell. it's hard as hell. I <laughs> ten or eleven, I think, is the most I ever did. Fuck, and that yeah, was yeah. damn near impossible. Yeah, so. so so the
4: pull up challenge, and if you want to come in, come on in. It's legit. It's it's on a but Kaiser on the rack. Bar, there I are, the there are I think there are seven placeholds yeah. where the bar where the handles move. And you gotta go pull up. Move them one, pull up, move them ones. So you start, I think we started all the way out, went all the way in and you were trying to go all the way out again. Oh. And we've had a couple people do it, but it is
2: And what, it's hard. chin over the bar?
3: Yeah, it's all the way up, drop down, Momobili- move the handles bad. all
2: the way up drop down it's, move it's the hand impossible off. to
3: cheat on because you can't move them
4: while still can. bending your arms right, <laughs> you have right. to go all the way there's down a, there's a certain amount of time involved So and there are Ooh, people out there who a can click, do it you're there for like another five seconds yeah. trying to get it on so <laughs> yeah. you're like oh yeah so no you just gotta do 20 in a row we'll, we'll okay. do that one but, I can do that but hey it's it's open if you want to come in and play around with the challenge come on in let's start a powerball league
3: yeah.
4: we we can Let do the powerball still let's start a league powerball We
3: sometimes never played okay Powerball is another thing in, that we in just, this afternoon? we brought it back in. Uh, I mean, if you need help with baseball.
2: I mean, if you want help with baseball. That's my, <laughs> that's my little dog's dog.
4: You I got the dogs.
2: The crazies. Love those boys.
4: Maybe I'll so, teach them Powerball. So, <laughs> we, honestly, you could probably get two courts going.
2: I probably could. I probably could. Yeah, I yeah. Probably Four could. pound
4: ball for those guys. Yeah.
2: Shit, nice. Is it
3: with the, the bouncy one? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
2: That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. Powerball. I think, league. I think that's a good let's, idea. Let's, uh, you we'll, throw do power, that today. we'll throw a powerball or if you're cool showing it, if you're cool showing your secrets. Oh, we'll yeah. will throw it up on Instagram. Oh, okay. We'll go, go, powerball. Yeah. Yeah. On Instagram. yeah. Yeah. We'll start a league. We can do the, bio. you could do the, uh,
3: the med ball volleyball too. On good. Court. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. As long as no one goes through the wall. <laughs> no guarantees. <laughs> yeah. Let's not go through the wall. No guarantees. <laughs> All right. You want another question? Yeah. Or let's we do it. We're
4: right on track. Oh, this is this a be tough fun, one. This is a you,
3: tough one. I mean, you're reading a lot all the time. So <laughs> what are some trends or innovations in fitness and personal training that you find exciting or promising? Okay. You've been reading? <laughs> because I, I, <laughs> read well, I haven't read a whole lot lately. Yeah, uh, you like the fascia. You've yeah, been yeah, super
4: yeah. into that. Yeah. Well, I, I do. I think the fascia is going to be very important and, and we can get into that one day because it's, uh, well... It kind of goes to what we do, though. It's it's really all about movement. So the fascia is just a continual line of connective tissue. And and what they say with the fascia is that's where really the nervous system is and that the muscles are not very smart and the fascia is. And it's really the whole body movement stuff that's more beneficial for us. So, so we do a lot of that. You know, you guys, we still do... Some strength training, some bodybuilding stuff. But I think a lot of what we do when we really get into our on-the-floor movements, the warm-up stuff, it's whole body. So I I do think the fascia is going to be – they just started to be able to really – um see it so something changed in the way they can see it through a microscope because mm. it used to be the only way they could really look at it or, or draw it up was through cadavers So and that tissue goes away pretty quick so, mm. so there's some interesting stuff going on there and, and when they talk about the nervous system that's where that's going to be interesting you know I was thinking about while we were away we went to a educational seminar that was pretty good we had a couple of really good talks uh, but I was looking at what Kaiser's doing with their new system. Mm-hmm. And um, so, that, you know, we've talked about power movement in here before. So putting putting your weight together with speed mm-hmm. movement, uh, how fast you move a weight is really important. And one of the things that they brought up is just keeping your speed up through an entire range of reps. And so that's something where I think – I do think training's going. So so it's kind of something that we practice, mm-hmm. I think, quite a bit. Um, but I think that's important. Doug and I talked the other day, um, and he thought the same thing. You know, setting something where you have to be able to maintain the speed through a certain amount of repetitions, and as soon mm-hmm. as your speed drops off, you're done. So, again, that's more sports-specific, right? I mean, if you can't keep your speed up while you're – doing something, or if you're a fighter and your speed really drops from round one to round two, you're probably not in shape to win mm. that fight, you know, so so speed of movement's critical, I, I do think that's something that's going on, but and of course right now you know, I think the other thing that's really out there and available because the price points drop down is the technology that's out there, but ag- again, we talked about it in our setting, it's like how much do we really need to analyze? Do we need to sit there after a training session and go through yeah. all this data and analyze it? Or, or is just the eye test, you know, good enough versus spending, you know, I said prices come down, but you still spend 10 or 15 grand on some computer tracking software kind of stuff. And and is it really ultimately going to matter for our clients versus you know if you're a college team and you're competing every week and you're you know in the top 10 but you want to be in the top five you probably need some of that high-end software to see where you're losing you know very small segments of speed or power or whatever it's it's nice to understand where you're losing those because you want to compete in that top five Mm -hmm. you know we're we're dealing – we don't deal with those athletes all the time, so do we really need to sit there and analyze, you know, their software and movement to that Nat's ass capability. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it if it's worth it for us in that setting. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I guess those would be my first three that come to mind. There is – I think for us, I, I like the Kaiser thing because it has – It would be a good teaching tool to have that and show somebody what they're doing, how much weight they're moving, how fast they're moving it, how quickly they drop off from moving it that fast. Mm -hmm. From a teaching aspect, I think that's interesting, you know, because I think for so many of our young athletes, they don't get how to put it all together. Mm -hmm. And so anything you can give them that kind of helps them with that light bulb, goes off, and they're like, oh, I get it now. I've got to really push hard into that ground if I want to move myself this distance. And and so I think anything you can do that gives them that little light bulb is huge. And so that's kind of where I'm looking at the speed stuff. What do you guys think? You were at that conference, so you got to see a few... New things or hear people. I mean, we heard the the For example, we heard the lady from the UFC. Oh my god! And Holy she dumb, talked about so much data. yes. So oh, so basically, hour and a half of straight every data. every metric you could ever measure. Right. So yeah, I was going to say. So anything you want to look at, they have decided to look at it. I don't know any of those and things float they, your and boat. They
2: find ways to make it apply. You know, like sure. they, like it, it does come down to the you know. They're the biggest fighting organization in the world. So they they want to remain there. So they're they're crossing every T dot and every I. And and they're a multi- Million, yeah. maybe in the billion Probably, industry. Yeah, billion. So, so they've got the finances
4: to oh, look yeah, at every yeah. metric. Yeah, versus us, where it's like you don't mm. think we're up there with UFC?
2: We're we're we're
0: close. <laughs> we're next, we're close. <laughs> we're, we're right next to <laughs> them. It's
4: just barely. <laughs> so I don't know. Well you guys uh, was I there? Mean, one of those. That, it's
2: not that we don't cross our T's and dot our I's either. At our level, it's just that our level is lower and that. It's responsibility lies on us as the coaches to develop our eye and understand what good movement looks like. Like when it comes to, like our youth athletes, we like we can all see that by now. Like you yeah. know, and we di- we can diagnose those same problems because, like I said, our fundamentals are really good. It's really fun to watch our our baseball and our volleyball, you know, side by side because it's just proven our fundamentals are really good. And those kids once once they get to the high school level, mm-hmm. we can start to progress them. Right. And then maybe there's some of those things matter maybe a little bit, but still we're we're. Our main job is teaching a lot of these kids the basics. Like, you yeah. know, you know, let's clean up how they run. Let's clean up how they, how they skip, how they jump, all those things. Let's clean up how they stand up. Yep. You know, how often are we talking about posture? And it's like one of the things we send home with parents all the time is like, hey, watch their posture. Slap them a little bit. You yep. know, stand up straight, kid. Yep. Like... <laughs> I don't, we don't need anything fancy to look at that. We can all, you know, and that's, like I said, it's, it relies on us to, to be diligent and develop our, our eye as coaches to be able to just, you know, coach the, the basics mm-hmm. of, of like, you know, human movement. Can we skip? Can we jog? Can we stand up straight? Yep. You know, yeah. can we hold ourselves up, you know, in a plank position or in a push up or, you know, the, the basics. Yeah. So it's like, we're, we're going through the same process. It's just we don't need the data necessarily to prove it. There's not – what are we going to prove? The kid right. stands up an inch right. taller, you know? Well, yeah. and, just look at him. Yeah, just look yeah. at him. Yeah. And I mean – uh, do you,
3: you have, have anything? anything? Well, yeah, it's, it's – we've talked about this subject plenty of times, but it's just how we always say, like, you can spend an hour after each of your hour-long clients and be there for 12 hours and only get through six clients because you're spending half that time analyzing – all this shit that probably you could do with your eye or you can get 10 fucking people in and just talk to them about the little things they need to fix. Mm-hmm. And you'll get to the same solution.
4: Yeah. Without- well, cause cause, um, you know, for a while there, I really was debating force plates, and I'm like, mm. okay, this this could help us and find out if they're ready to go, and and you know, see if we see a asymmetry right versus left, and then I'm like, like you know what, we usually see that. So what if it's yeah a seven percent difference right versus left or ten? I'm like. Does it matter? We 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 gotta. Yeah. I mean, at ten yeah. you're probably gonna see it. At five or six you might not. But it's like okay, at just five or six, keep an that, eye that's on. That's
3: like the natural it's, level for everybody. Exactly. Too, right? I mean,
4: if you're in that range, it's it's just a normal falls within normal limits yeah. of of a, a discrepancy you you would see, and 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 you want to keep an eye on it maybe because if it does go Gross, to ten yeah. or or now all of a sudden you're like, why aren't you using that like Well, my knee's been bugging me. Okay, then let's get on that right. So mm. so. Do we need force plates to see it? And then ultimately, like you're saying, with some of these young kids, it's like, hey, get eight hours sleep. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, do we spend $30,000 on a piece of equipment and go, hey, if you get eight hours sleep, you're going to be better every day. Or, hey, what did you eat? Today, when you came in, <laughs> yeah, you know, Sour know Patch Kids sour patch and kids. mug root beer. Right. <laughs> right.
2: Man, the root had, beer is funny.
4: That, <laughs> me, that was funny. You hear that about that? Threw me for a you loop. You did tell me about that. Yes. God,
2: to Go so uh, our 12. I was
3: coming back from the bathroom right before the baseball kids, and I look over at where they put all their water bottles, and there's just one lone mug root beer I go over to Blake and I'm like, I gotta know which one of these fucking kids <laughs> thought it was okay to bring a root beer to the workout as his hydration. Yes, let's not. Because it's That's just root root. It's good. Well... It's just the weirdest thing to pick for me. It's, it's, it's not, not an energy drink. It's it, just a lot of sugar. No, the carbonation it, I, is going to make you burp while you're squatting. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, none of it. From the There's sugar an, to no the logic. hydration
4: to the, yeah, you're going, <laughs> it just what didn't make the sense. frick? If it had well, like it it been was, like a Red
3: Bull, I would have uh, been like, uh, it's not that, a great choice, but it makes more sense. That's,
4: I was just going to say, when I, so when, I, when your dad and I were coaching, the fourth graders— One kid was drinking a Red Bull as he showed up to practice. A fourth grader? A fourth grader. That's wild. And then I think, if I remember right, had another one. And I stopped, and I was like, that Mike, kid's heart is I'm talking explode. to this
2: group. And
4: most of the parents were still there. I'm like, I'm talking to them right now. And I'm like, this is done. And I'm like, I asked the kid, I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I just need a Red Bull for practice. I'm thinking, what the <laughs>
2: frick? So
4: I brought everybody if you've ever in. Met I'm like, a
3: fourth grader, they do not ever need a Red Bull.
2: Exactly. I'm like,
3: okay, parents. <laughs>
2: yeah Let's, i'm looking at I'm you i like i don't
3: ever
4: want to see a red bull here again i'm like get them out of the garage hide them you can have them if you parent if you're a parent that's your deal i'm like but no kid should be dra- i'm like it's what not like he got off like a 10 hour
3: blue collar job and then came <laughs> yeah. to practice and it was time to practice She's in four exactly <laughs> I was like, "Are day, you man. shitting me?" that a day. So, <laughs> that's yeah,
4: crazy. You'll have to ask your dad and see if he remembers that I one. Will. But I'm like, "What in that's the... so funny?" Yeah, talk about getting my blood pressure up really <laughs> quick. I'm like, "That is, <laughs> we are done with that."
3: Oh, that's yeah.
4: awesome. All right, one yeah. one more. Yeah, and then we'll wrap it up uh, and then we'll you know make sure we're back next week and we'll go full topic
2: weight um, loss. I'm Want to go in on this turf first grass situation? Oh, is Aaron Rodgers oh, hot topic. That's pretty. Hot. You let's, see you you have, let's see what Let's see what Jake you This
3: one is very specific Shorten. to you. Okay. Oh, wow. So, I mean... Uh, do I need what's to the, set a goal? What, what is it like owning a gym challenges and benefits? You can do it a whole you can, it <laughs> you can do it quick or long-ended. Well, it's up to you.
4: What do you... Well, let's... Uh, you've been in there long enough. We, I don't uh, own
3: the gym, I Robert. I know
4: you don't, Robert, <laughs> what, do you, what do
3: you... You've never called me Robert before. I know. What do you... Did you have any ideas? Any... Uh, I mean... I mean, it seems like a dream to me, but I don't know any of the business side. So <laughs> That's what I was going to say. The yeah. business side is tough. It, honestly,
4: and, and, and I, I learned from some of my clients and friends, and one friend's like, I'm going to tell you what I know. He goes, but it'll fill up a thimble. You know, and mm. it's the business side is constantly changing. I think there's a lot of upside. But the business side is freaking tricky because usually when I leave, honestly, guys, when I leave for lunch, I spend a couple hours working on the business stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not great with the social media. So that's a whole nother side of the business, right, and the marketing. Mm-hmm. So I'm having you help me with that because that's – it's just – Time and I gotta I gotta get better because there's a couple things there I want to do, but uh, the payroll, the taxes, some of that stuff, it's just tricky and it takes time, so it takes away from the business a little bit. Yeah, but the great thing about the business is. You know, I think we have a great environment. I love coming to work and, mm-hmm. and our environment's yep. great and it's uplifting. Yeah. And it's it's I think I think we bring uplifting to the clients, but the clients also bring uplifting to us. Yeah. You know, I heard mm-hmm. one thing way back when I just started getting into personal training. The guy's like, this guy was a he was kind of a schmuck. And he's like, Oh, you don't want to train eight hours a day. They just try and your clients just suck the life out of you. And I'm like, Like, well, that's your problem. Right. Because I mean, Mm -hmm. you get excited when your sister PRs or when you're working with somebody who's like, dude, guess what? I'm down 10 pounds and I Mm -hmm. feel better. And, or, or guess what? I pitched uh, seven innings and I only had three hits, you know, off me. You know, so Mm -hmm. that shit is cool as hell. Right. Or, or, or even somebody who's coming off of an injury and they're just, they're coming back and you can just see them get excited because it's so depressing when you get hurt and you're like, i'm not with my team and uh, this is going to take a year and you know they get to that four month mark and they're like i get to jump again and i'm running i mean Mm -hmm. so so there's so many cool things in the in the daily mix that you know you're helping people reach their goals or get to their goals or or they come in and they're like man my hip has been killing me for four weeks and you show them three or four things and they're like holy crap yeah i'm walking out of here and they text you later and they're like my hip hasn't felt this good in six months, man. Mm-hmm. And, and so they're just, you know, so you, you shed new light on things. So, so the upside is is huge. I just got audited because I was late with my CEUs because I literally, <laughs> honest to God, wait, wait till you hear. I got to throw this story out. Were Sorry, they, were they somewhere on your desk? Uh, no, no, I didn't even lose them, Jake. I know, I know. Wait, wait till you walk in today. I cleaned up an area. Uh, it's a small area, but it's clean. Um, so my ceus i've got two groups i have to turn in ceus for they've never been due the same year ever i'm gonna call them just to see if you know i can get them all in the same year Mm -hmm. so i'll do one one year and then the other the next well the nata used to be a three-year deal Mm -hmm. they changed they went to two years i honest to god thought i still had a year so i thought i had time well it gets to december and i start looking at stuff i'm like oh my God, I'm going to be due. So I call him. I'm like, I call him ahead of time. I'm like, I'm going to start working on my CUs. I had stuff to do. And it was was at the end of COVID. So it wasn't like you could actually go to different seminars. So I had to do some stuff online. So I knew I was going to be late. I'm like, look, I'm really going to try and be done in January. It's doing last day of December. I'm like, I'm going to try and be done by end of January. Well, I got really close, but they're like, you're late. You're late. You're over. This is what's going to happen. We're going to audit you. So I'm like, okay. So I get all my CUs in. I turn in everything. They're like, well, you didn't turn it in the way we want it. So I'm like, okay. So literally we're getting ready to leave on that trip. And mm-hmm. I get a thing and it goes, you're no longer gonna be audited if you don't get your stuff in before the 15th. It's gonna be an investigation, September 15th. I'm like, that's fine. So I email the guy back and I'm I'm not very PC. <laughs> and my wife goes, Rob, you cannot email him like that. So I send a second email that's way better. Okay. <laughs> but I'm like, dude, I can't find these. You want, and it's the same organization that I get the CUs through. I'm like, you saw. It's got that I passed him, the date I passed them, what the yeah. credits were, the whole thing. He goes, you need to print off the certificates. I'm like, there's nowhere there that shows you how to print off the certificates. So he gives me, there's like three things you have to do to get the certificate. I'm like, why don't you just put on the page, print certificate here. Yeah. So anyway, I print all this stuff off, send it in. Then they send back and go, you did two of the same CEUs. I'm like, no, I didn't. So I had to email him again because I called the lady twice. She finally called me back yesterday. Really nice. So there were two different CUs. One was worth 1.25 credits. The other was 1.75. The headline or the topic starts the same, but they're totally different. One's an evaluation. The other one's treatment blah, blah, blah of slap tears, which is a shoulder thing. I'm like... They're two totally different things. Well, when they label them back to me, they mix them up. They put one at, it's 1.75 credits. You have to redo this thing. I'm like, no, that one was 1.25. This is 1.75. So they call back really nice and go, oh, you're right. You did you're right. I'm like, mother. So basically it's the bullshit that you have to do to keep. I'm like, I don't have time for this. I'm trying to run a business here. I'm trying to help clients. So, so that stuff. Kills me, Jake. So, does that answer my question or your question? I I think it (laughs) works. (laughs) All right, all right. We got five minutes. Let's do it. Five minutes. Grass versus turf. Did the turf monster eat Aaron Rodgers? So, so do you guys
3: want to? What do you guys have? I have no input on this. I I, I don't know know. anything.
4: Genuinely. Although you did say something in the car. You'd much rather prefer to
2: play I like grass. I like grass, but I like there's like an aesthetic feeling to it. I played on grass all growing up. All my high school career was on grass. My junior college career was on grass. And then I played on the blue turf. That was a whole different thing. And grass experience. is great unless you're playing in Fernley, Nevada.
4: Yeah. No, it's it's, just, it's hey. literally a cow field <laughs> yeah. with a little couple of patches of grass. That was the worst yeah, field I had ever yeah. played on. I'm like, I'm like, do you guys actually have grass out here? Do you, I mean, do you...
2: Yeah. Do, no, can, they don't. Maybe you, guys should, <laughs> should not,
4: maybe you guys should not play home games. This is... Yeah, uh, right. I mean, that was an injury. So, you know what? I don't know. And and so, Blake asked me a couple questions, questions. And, and the NFL... I think has been tracking injury information for 30 years. And and they, I mean, they're pretty hardcore on tracking. And one of the biggest things that came out, and this is is probably after 10 years, and I went to a couple of NFL, for continuing ed, I went to a couple of NFL, they do uh, courses at the end of the year, NFL it's not PFATS, but it was NFL players something. And they, they do so they would go through some of this information. And one of the biggest things that came out, and I think it was after about ten years of tracking, was one of the we reasons they put the bye week into football was to give guys a week to get their bodies. Rested, You know, give them – or it would almost be 10 days, right, of of recovery before another game so they could get their bodies back in and feeling good. And one of the things that they found out was one of the biggest injury weeks was the week after the bye. Mm -hmm. So there was just, you know, that – and I think it was just the mental side that you guys talk about or mentioned earlier dropped off, you know, when they get a full week off and they weren't has mentally prepared to go in and, and play. Now I don't know if that's changed because, you know, they've done a few different things with the bye week and that. And now they play, you know, sometimes they only get five days' rest. You know, if they play on Thursday or or mm-hmm. even yeah. four days, you know, so yeah. so between the travel and that, I don't know what they're tracking there, but I, I know they're tracking that stuff. But honestly, when the field turf came out, or I don't know if it was Nike Turf or the Rubber Turf, they really thought that was going to be the next best thing. I don't know that there's any difference between old school turf, which is kind of what we have in our facility with with doesn't have as much padding as that mm-hmm. turf, natural grass or the field turf, because they all have their issues. And one of the things here in town, I think, is there about four or five fields now that have the field
3: turf? McQueen uh, got schools? it really
4: early. Douglas has Minogue it. Minogue has it. Minogue, age. McQueen. So there's like... I think there's five schools that have it now. And I asked a couple of the therapists in town if they were seeing less knees. And one of the things that they mentioned is they felt like they were seeing less knees, but they were seeing more foot and ankle. So I think they were getting more turf toe, Mm -hmm. more foot stuff. So each field has its issue. And I think the biggest thing when you look at Aaron Rodgers is is he's got that guy on his back. And that slow-mo video is pretty impressive. I mean, Mm -hmm. you basically can see that the rubber band is stretched. And when it goes, it's like (laughs) you just see the wave go through that whole calf, right? I mean, that that tendon goes and there goes the wave. The tendon's gone. But you're looking at how much force is being put into the ground. Plus he's got his, his body weight and he's got the guy on his back and you exert a certain amount of torque or force through that Achilles. And if it can't handle it,
0: there it, it, goes.
4: it goes. I mean, it's the rubber band that, you know, mm. finally you stretched it 75 times around that paper. And one day it finally goes. It it was overused, whatever. And, and not that that was his situation because it was early on. But he's got that guy in his back. He's trying to get away. He's levering through the ground. I don't know if you put the softest... Yeah. stuff out there or the hardest stuff out there if it changes the situation he's mm. he's trying to get free and he puts enough torque or force through that foot and the achilles goes i mean and if the achilles wasn't in the right position and maybe he torques his ankle and, and breaks the ankle so you know mm. it's it's hard to say i don't know that we're ever going to find the perfect footing it's going to mm. happen you know you, yeah. you see achilles and and i think the commissioner brought this up mm-hmm. it happens in hoops you know and and it's not it's the old guys it happens to sometimes it is the older guys but again you put enough torque and force through that foot and you're trying to do something and if it's not there it's not there and something gives so mm-hmm. i don't know I, I mean i think you're right Lake, the more natural grass you play on, the better. But when you play on it and it's 10 degrees below zero, I don't know that that's that comfortable either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, now yeah. you're playing on ice. Yeah. So, so that shit's got to be, you get tackled on that. And it's like, I might as well be playing on cement because that, that Feels hurts. the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. I just like the smell of the
2: grass, man. Yeah. <laughs> like fall, I, I agree. Grasses. I think morning. the more
4: natural, the better. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right? I mean, We're not going to fabricate something that's as good as that. Yeah. And, and those, those, some of those college fields and pro what fields, they're, they're so nice. Oh, yeah. There's so just nice. a durability.
2: Like, why did it even come along in the first place? Was it was just like, what's, a what's that? Like, is it, it just turf? Why it's did kind of turf never come right? along? Is it just, well, yeah, yeah, like, I think, a durability grass. standpoint. I think, it's just a I think, lazy approach to like, yeah, they're no, just like keeping a field. We don't have to fucking yeah. mow turf. It, it
4: probably <laughs> was a cost thing. You know, once you yeah. put it in, then you didn't have to have a maintenance crew. So yeah. that's, Probably where it started, and then you went to these indoor facilities that aren't going to grow grass because they mm. don't have the natural lighting. And now you're looking at these facilities that take the turf outside, you know, during the week, and they do what they need yeah. to do, and then yeah. they, then they slide it right back into place. So that's great, but but I think it was those things, and and even the cold weather places, the field would get so bad as the year mm-hmm. went on. So I think you know, again, that's where it went. Um, and I think they thought that the field turf with the rubber was going to do it. But I, I again, I think— It's got its whole it, own list of issues. It, it's got its issues. Yeah. So, so none of it's perfect. Injuries are a part of the game. Yeah. And, and I mean, the players—I'm sure if you went to a players association for football meeting, they have meetings of guys going, we need all natural grass. And other guys are going, a, I like
2: the fake grass. You know, so. I think they just filed something. Yeah. Um, like, I, formal. Probably about natural grass Yeah, about going to grass,
4: but I'm sure there's guys out there who are like, I like the field turf, you know, I mean, you can't, it's never going to be a hundred percent, but I'm sure in those meetings, it's probably 75 or 80% of them going, I want the natural grass. It's just a little nicer. Yeah. You know? So I don't know that, that argument will go on for a few more years. I'm thinking. I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) People like to argue.
2: argue. I don't want to
4: argue with you guys though. Oh, I appreciate it. But, no. if, but if you're a female and you want to come on in, and yeah, we don't hey, argue have you. yeah, we don't we don't yeah. argue much. Oh, we have we have some nice discussions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. All right. I think we're good. All right. I think we're so out of here. Did you text? Oh, I'll text Jen now.
3: Let her know. Yeah. All right. I'll just go quiet for the last five
2: minutes. <laughs> 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 Let's make Jake do his elevator speech. Uh, oh, <laughs> dang uh, talk about, Talking about, about hot me, seat. <laughs> what are you doing to me, man? talking about hot I seat. I was thinking about that all week. Oh, my God. No, it's okay. You don't have to do it yet. You don't have to do it Blake. You don't have to do it yet. <laughs> aren't the air races? I didn't know the air races were over forever. Done. Forever. Why I mean, it's a good done? thing. Was it just People like die? S? I don't know. Is that it?
3: Uh, <laughs> it's got to be. I think I, crashed, no, I, I think I was there probably part when the plane crashed.
4: No, I think the bigger, I, I guess what I heard the bigger issue was they were running out of space out there so they I don't, don't have enough much. clear space if there is an issue yeah. they're getting into houses out there and yeah. yeah if I you're mean, new to Reno they're building everywhere so uh, yes yeah.
3: no, all go right go. we are done yeah, <laughs> we are out of here after you, see you guys thanks guys see you someone get in the back.
0: Self-reflection, an important step in self-improvement.
4: I think the biggest one is not dwelling on the bad stuff. The one I like is just flush it. To me, sometimes that can wear on you so much that that can lead you down
2: the wrong path. Hear
1: me now and believe this later.
2: That's the fun part. It's like it all lies in the preparation and then the moments just happen.
0: To become a better you and learn more about a fit life, the Living Stronger series on Jack Daniels Presents This Life Ain't For Everybody with Rob Blake and Jacobs. Sierra Strength and Speed, visit thislifeaimforeverybody.com and sierrastrength.com and we'll return in a moment.
1: Vision. I just had a lens... Retraction surgery last year. It's pretty much like cataracts that you're going to get in your 60s, 70s. Everybody's going to get it. Once you get it, your vision is there. It's never changing. Artificial lenses. I had it at 40s. And I'm telling you, with what I do with duck hunting and scouting and watching my daughter grow up, I'm just so thankful that I'm back to 2015 in my right eye and 2020 in my left eye, thanks to Dr. Matt Mills, who you've all heard on our podcast. But I want to protect my eyes. And that's exactly where one of our badass partners comes in oakley oakley eyewear the oakley culture the oakley lifestyle protect your vision when you're shooting when you're fishing nothing worse than getting a hook in the eye with somebody casting on the same boat you just can't take it for granted the damage the sun can cause the rays the uv just keeping the dust and the dirt out of your eyes just everything during a hunt pit blind boat blind it doesn't matter sun up they make different lenses for different skies they're sold all over the world and they support the military and the blue line and conservation and hunting and fishing in the outdoors and living off the land. And we never hunt without our Oakleys. Everybody's like, why well, you always got your sunglasses on? Shouldn't be wearing sunglasses. You probably shouldn't in turkey hunting. I don't wear them in turkey hunting because of the vision of a turkey and the reflection. But when I'm shooting trap range or the sporting clays or the skeet or the five stand, or I'm in a duck hunt or a goose hunt, I have my Oakleys with me at all time. I put them in my banded backpack. I have them in an Oakley hard case. I keep them protected. The prism lenses. Everything that goes in to the technology behind the Oakley brand and the frames, the function of them, all of the different lenses that you can get, like I mentioned, and the way they protect our eyes. The prism lens technology is second to none. You got to get a pair of Oakleys. I know there's a lot of choices out there when you want to protect your eyes, but remember, please support the brands that support this lifestyle. Oakley, the official eyewear of the Foul Life TV, the Foul Life podcast, and everything we do here at The Provider and Where the Pavement Ends. Thank you so much for supporting. Oakley have you heard of the fun button flask cap has reinvented the way we use tumbler cups everybody's got a tumbler cup come on let's admit it this tumbler cup is different the matic lid is different the six the nine nobody wants glass in their boat nobody wants glass anywhere because of what can go wrong if you go into your buddy's boat and glass breaks that's a no-no so you got your mixers in the cool you might have a two liter of coca-cola classic coke zero you might have some club soda in a plastic bottle or a can stuff that doesn't break and get glass that's nasty and will cut your feet up like no tomorrow the flask cap allows you to store your spirits your Jack Daniels in that matic lid and with one touch of that fun button, it disperses a shot into your mixer down there with your ice, your Coke, whatever it is. You can have vodka, you can have gin, you can have tequila. We choose Jack Daniels Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey and you have your cocktail for the day. Remember to enjoy it in moderation. Never allow underage drinking. Be safe. But Flask Cap supports the culture of the American outdoorsman, the American outdoor enthusiast. And they keep it safe, they keep it ethical, and they keep it fun. The entire brand, the culture, the culture, the messaging is exactly what we're all about here at the foul life we're proud and honored to be teamed up with flask cap check them out at Flascap f-l-a-s-k-a-p dot com and you are going to be so happy and take pride get your name on it get your logo engraved on it again it's all about moderation it's all about safety be careful with that fun button one is enough two can be a lot of fun three is way too many but you're going to keep that glass out of the boat off of those beaches and you're going to have a blast consuming alcohol through the flask cap again thank you for support and flask cap i'm chad belding with the foul life podcast and the foul life television thank you all very much
0: this life ain't for everybody
1: man those guys are inspirational just positive the right mental attitude the rma i've been learning this since i was 12 years old when i started going into higher level baseball then into high school then into traveling ball then into college ball RMA, the right mental attitude. You got to have it. You got to dig deep. These guys got me fired up. I hope that you guys are encouraged to get fired up and get in the gym and encourage somebody else. Go grab somebody and say, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a a walk and a jog. Let's get in the gym. Let's do something to get our fitness journey going. We have to set short-term, mid-term, and long-term goals and try to achieve them. Find a workout buddy. Listen to this podcast. Again, give us a review. Critique us, please. Is it bad? Is it good? We truly. truly appreciate you listening to this life ain't for everybody podcast a fit life the living stronger series brought to you by jack daniels and sierra strength and speed we're going to be back with more exciting episodes i'm fired up for the end of the year it's going into the fall we got halloween coming up then thanksgiving then jesus's birthday christmas can we be any more fired up let's stay safe let's stay healthy hug your neighbor hug your family tell them you love them And I can't wait to talk to you all again. Thank you for listening to This Life Ain't For Everybody, brought to you by the one and only Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey, Jack Daniels.